Let's open our Bibles, Matthew chapter 6, please. Matthew chapter 6. And we are looking at the Lord's Prayer as we begin our year, as we prepare to look at Jesus' prayer in John chapter 17. We've been looking at the first part already, and now we're beginning the second half. Uh, but the first part really... Um, there we go. Hold on. There we go. The first part, you know, uh, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It, prayer, you know, it starts with God. It starts with who he is and that he's our father, that he's our king, that he is our God. And that's really, that affects or it should affect how we pray about everything else is is prayer is speaking to the to the God of the universe, the Creator, and and you know this God that loved us, that we love Him in return. We we reverence His name and worship Him. We let Him be the King in our lives. We desire to do His will and not our will, and and so really that. That kind of sums up this idea. Jesus says, this is when you pray. This is how you pray. This is where you begin. You begin with him, with who he is. Today, now, we get to the section about us, right? And really, you know, there, we start to talk about what we need and everything else. But really, it, it's still got to do with our hearts. Like, where's our heart? With the Lord, and it it always gets back to that, though. Anyways, where is my heart with the Lord? And and so he says, you know, give us this day our daily bread, and 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 really that uh, is what I want to talk about today. Um, let me ask you a question, though. When you see, when you see the letters D D, what do you what comes to your mind? Dunkin' Donuts, of course, right? That's it. What else could it be? Dunkin' Donuts. You know, um, <clears throat> I, don't, I doubt you're going to be honest with me, but how many of you go to Dunkin' Donuts every single day? Raise your hand. See, there's, there's one honest person in the back there. Uh, some of you... How many of you go there many times? Not maybe every day, but many times during the week. More hands go up here. I, I have to confess that I drink Dunkin' Donuts coffee every day. But not at Dunkin' Donuts. We buy the pounds, right? And then we have a thing that it goes through and all that business. So, but it's a daily thing, isn't it? And, and, uh, <clears throat> You know, we're going to do that every day. Why? Because we need it. We want it. But what Jesus is talking about is kind of even more important than that, isn't it? But it's, what, what I say the DD stands for is daily dependence. Daily dependence. And this is what Jesus is teaching, I believe, in this part of the, the prayer that he taught his disciples, daily dependence. Give us this day 
our daily bread. That we have to depend on him this day, every day. Daily dependence. Now, is he talking just about food? I don't think so. I think he's talking about everything. A daily dependence. You know, I have to say something. It's been a difficult week for me. And, you know, most of you know, if, you have, if you're on the email server, you know, our email list, you know, that, that one of the folks that we've been praying for, John Flynn, he, he took his life. And, you know, we've had to deal with all of that and, and the apartment and, and, and the whole picture here. It's been a very difficult week. And, and, but this verse, just holding on to this, that God would give us this day, today, what we need. And I think he's done that every single day. Every day has been a challenge in and of itself, but every single day he's able and he's given what we need, what I needed. I need, I need his strength today. I got nothing. I was, you know, texting with Bill Bell and said, you know, he said, you know, you, when, when you're weak, that's when he's strong. And I said, yeah, because I, I really got nothing in the tank. There's nothing there. But, but even this morning, I began to just feel that God was just going to give me this, the strength that I would need for today, just for today. You know, we need to eat, we, you know, but, but it's so much more than just eating, is it? And, and it really, this idea of dependence is where are we going to look to? Who's, who are we going to look to to take care of us? Who is going to take care of us? Who's going to have that, that uh, love for us? You know, he says, give us this day our daily bread. And, and it is a daily thing. It's got to be. It really has. It's not, you know, give us this week. He could have said that, right? Give us this month our daily bread. Give us this year our daily bread. He could have said that, you know, but, but you know, when you think about it, if, if that's the way it worked, how often would you go to him? You know what I mean? He gives you enough for the week. I'll see you next week. I'll pray next week. Give enough for the month. I'll pray next month. I'll see you next month when I come back to pray about what I need. The truth is, he wants to hear from us every day. He, he, he wants to have this relationship. It's more than just about getting what we needed, the stuff. It's, it's about a relationship. It's about a daily relationship. It's about an ongoing relationship with Jesus. He's prepared to meet with us every day, take care of us every single day. You know, if you just ate on Monday, how do you think you'd do? Well, I'm going to eat again next Monday. How, how would you feel? You'd be a little bit messed up, right? We, we need to eat every day. We, in fact, we need to eat three times a day. Some of us need to eat like 10 times a day. <laughs> Daily dependence. He says, give us what we need today. The New Living Translation says, give us today the food we need. 
You know, it, it really, you know, this idea about bread, you know, he says, give us today our daily bread. Now, that, that doesn't mean, again, it, it, it's, it's a much bigger picture than just bread. But, but the idea of bread is like one of the most basic, what, necessities of life. When they say bread, like, you know, you're going to, if you, you could live on bread and water, right? And it's one of the basic necessities of life. And so that's kind of what he's saying here, too, that, you know, give us today what we really need. Literally, it says the bread of our necessity that suffices for each day. Give us what we really need, not, not necessarily what we want, what we would like, not necessarily somebody said the luxuries, but give us what we really need. Paul, the apostle, talking about it, what does he say? He says, my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ. We quote this verse too, but, but really, what does he say there? He says it's our needs. It's the things that, that we need, and, and that's what he's promised to take care of. You know, so often, you know, Paul, Paul talks about it, you know, he says if we have food and clothing, what? Let us be content. He says, not, you know, if you have all these different things, you know, I've been, you know, dealing with stuff this week, and, I, and, I, and then I look around my house, and I go, I got, I, we got to purge. They got, there's too much stuff here. I'm not going to go and rent a storage unit. No, I refuse. Those people make too, I want to own a storage unit. I'd like to own a business with storage units because it's such a problem. But I don't have a million dollars to go buy a storage unit because you got to have a million dollars. Just that's a little bit of extra. I'm gonna charge you for that extra advice. You know, does that mean? Uh, I've get all these different thoughts, but 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 when he says, you know, he says you pray and you ask the Lord, give us this day our daily bread, the things that I need. Does it mean that we just sit there and pray and we never do anything? We still got to work. We still need to take steps. We need to get involved. Back in, in Genesis, you know, it says, in the sweat of your face shall you eat bread till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken, for dust you are. And unto the dust shalt thou return. So there, there's an idea that we pray, but we also need to do what we need to do. I'd love to just sit around at home and just pray, God, I need some bread today. I need, you know. Remember, remember back uh, uh, in the 60s and 70s, you know what bread stood for? Money. Money, yeah. Are you got any bread? <laughs> oh, man, I'm old. Don't tell anybody, though. I want you to turn with me to the book of Exodus, please. Exodus chapter 16. Exodus 16. And I, you know, I put stuff up on the screen for you, but I really encourage you to, to, to bring your Bibles and, and you know, uh, we're not going to turn to every verse, but I, uh, you know, I want, again, just because we shorten things up a little bit doesn't mean that we don't need to open our Bibles and see what God says in his word. But in, in Exodus chapter 16, this idea of manna in the wilderness, 
is, is, a, is you know, part of this whole chapter. It's a very long chapter. We're not going to look at all the verses. But this idea that, that it would be bread that would be daily provided for them, as well as, as quail, you know, kind of pro- meat, protein. Uh, but this idea of bread, look at chapter 16, verse 4. It says this, Then the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. The people are to go out each day and gather enough for that day. In this way, I will test them and see whether they will follow my instructions. On the sixth day, they are to prepare what they bring in. And that is to be twice as much as they gather on the other days. So the Lord said, you know, I'm going to rain down bread from heaven. It really ties in well with what Jesus is teaching us to pray, where, where the Lord would take and provide for us from heaven, but we still had to get involved. We had to gather it, right? But it was a daily dependence. It was a daily need, something that would happen. But notice he says, in this way, in what way? Given it to them each day. He says, I will test them. Test what? The question, I think, that, that's put before them is, will you trust me each day? Will you trust me for today? Will you trust me to provide what you need? Jump down to verse 15. Some of it is actually funny. When the Israelites saw it, this is the manna that came down. They said to each other, what is it? For they did not know what it was. In fact, the, the, the word manna means just that. What is it? Manna came down. What is it? They didn't know. Even though God said, listen, I'm going to provide for you. I'm going to give you bread from heaven. And then they said, what is it? Moses said to them, it is the bread the Lord has given you to eat. This is what the Lord has commanded. Each one is to gather as much as he needs. Take an omer for each person you have in your tent. And the Israelites did as they were told. Some gathered much, some little. And when they measured it by the omer, he who gathered much did not have too much. And he who gathered little did not have too little. Each one gathered as much as he needed. Each one gathered as much as he needed. They, there was enough. There was enough. There, they, they were provided for. They gathered what was needed. Again, the Lord is going to take care of their needs. Some people needed more. They had a bigger family, whatever. Some people were, you know, had smaller appetites, smaller needs. But the Lord provided for them. But take note of this here. It was on a daily basis. And he said to them, don't, don't go out and try to get, you know, stock up for, you know, the month, because what would happen? Look at verse 19. It says, then Moses said to them, no one is to keep any of it till morning. However, some of them paid no attention to Moses. This test. They kept part of it until the morning. But it was full of maggots and began to stink. So Moses was angry with them. They tried to save it. They tried to, you know, I'm going to save up, you know. But it said it was full of maggots. Have you ever looked at maggots? Have you ever ate anything that had maggots in it? Maggots are disgusting. 
But this is the thing. When, we, when we're not trusting the Lord each and every day, there, there's something, you know, that it, it's magnified. There's something that smells. When, when we are not trusting the Lord every day, it, it, it gets ugly. And, and, you know, Jesus is trying to get this message across to them. And I think to you and I as well, we, you know, this daily dependence is a very real thing. And when we are depending on maybe what the number in our bank account is or the number in, you know, what our, uh, the paycheck is, there's something that's not quite right there. We, you know, our hearts are not in this place that Jesus was talking about here. Give us this day our daily bread. No matter what is showing up over here, because the truth of the matter is that could all be wiped out in a second. Especially in today's day and age where it's all just in computer somewhere. It's not under your mattress. Well, maybe it is. <laughs> but it, it could all, you know, oh, computer failure all gone. You don't have anything anymore. What are you going to do then? What am I going to do then? I'm going to have to trust the Lord for today, for what I need today. In so many places around the world, you know, America, we are spoiled, spoiled, silly, rotten, right? In so many places around the world, you know, it's like, what am I going to eat today? How am I going to survive today? And we have no clue. We have no clue. But the Lord, I think, wants us to get this focus that, you know what, today... Today I need to survive. Today I need to get by and, and, and you're going to provide for me today. Are there other needs besides food? Of course there is. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 4, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. I think it's something I talk about a lot is this daily dependence of God's word. We need that even more. That's what Job said. He haven't, I haven't... De- I haven't departed, he said, from the commands of his lips. He says, I've treasured the words of his mouth more than my daily bread. And Job is saying this, and and this is in the middle of the most intense trial of any possible thing that we can imagine. So day by day, this daily dependence, daily sustenance in all of life, and in our physical needs, in our spiritual need, in, in our emotional needs, that, that he's going to take care of me. But, but he's not going to necessarily make it better for tomorrow. He's going to take care of me today. I have no idea what tomorrow looks like. Do you? You think, maybe, you're going to get up, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, or whatever. You know, one week ago today, I had no idea what I was going to be looking at. Proverbs chapter 30, the writer says, Give me neither poverty, poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread. This is wisdom here. He says, Otherwise I may have too much and disown you and say, Who is the Lord? Like I got so much, I don't even need the Lord. Who? Who's he? Because I got so much. Or... I may may become poor and steal and so dishonor the name of my God. You know, it's this thing, you know, to to know that I, I have just what I need today. 
I don't need all this. I don't, and I, and, and I don't want to be necessarily without. David said, you know, I, 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 I've, I've watched and I've looked. And he says, I've never seen, you know, the, the children of God, uh, you know, begging for bread. You know, that God is taking care of them. God provides for them and for us, for you and for me. But it's a daily thing. It's a daily dependence. It's real. Jameson, Fawcett, and Brown is a, is a commentary that was written back in 1871. And this is what they said here. In limiting our petitions to provision for the day, what a spirit of childlike dependence does the Lord both demand and beget. A spirit of childlike dependence. You know, uh, when you are two or three years old, are you worrying about whether you're going to have food tomorrow? No. You're not. Because you figure someone's going to take care of you. Right? Someone's going to take your parents, whatever. You know, one of my grandkids, uh, youngest one, you know, sometimes her mom really spoils her at breakfast. Turn away. And she's got, you know, five different things on her plate for breakfast. And I, and I go up there and I look and I said, you're getting spoiled today. Do you think she worries about that? Do you think she's worried like, what am I going to eat tomorrow? No, she says, look at what I got today. This is incredible. We still have to tell her to finish up like, The Lord spoils us, too. I think he does in, in this, that he, that he takes care of us on each and every day. But, but we're thinking so much about tomorrow, we have no clue that he's taking care of us today. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Another commentator said this, acknowledge our dependence on God for daily food, spiritual and physical. That we acknowledge him, that, Lord, I need you. Every hour, every day, I need you. Let's turn back to Matthew. We're going to close uh, Matthew chapter 6 again, where we were. We're going to close with some verses there. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 25. Don't you love that picture? That's one of my favorite pictures. There's a one with the gal praying too, but, but I found this one that had the scripture that we're looking at today. Give us this day our daily bread. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 25, Jesus talks about worrying and, you know, why? Because that's what we do. He says, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. Just the things, you know, well, food and clothing, be content. He says, don't worry about these things. Isn't life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They don't sow or reap or store away in barns, yet your, father, your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more, uh, much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? 
See how the lilies of the field grow? They don't labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So don't worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans, the unbelievers, they run after all these things. And your heavenly father knows that you need them. And this is how he finishes up verses 33 and 34. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Seek him and his kingdom and his righteousness and this relationship with him. And and then he says in verse 34, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. He says, give us this day our daily bread. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't be so freaking out about tomorrow because because there's enough stuff today that we need to think about and and enough trouble of, of, of stuff that's going on today. Tomorrow will worry about itself. Now, I know this is easier said than done. Believe me, I I understand that. But this is what Jesus is teaching us to do. This is the way he's asking us to follow. Don't be consumed about tomorrow. Let's Let's just trust him today. I don't know what tomorrow holds. But he knows. So we can trust him. We need to trust him. Give us this day our daily bread and and everything else that we might need today. I got clothes. You, I look around, you all got clothes. Thank God for that. <laughs> That's weird. I'm sorry. You know, he's going to take care of you. He's taking care of you right now. We, we have a warm building that we're in, right? We have a place to meet. We have the stuff that we need today. You know, most of you ate breakfast today some of you don't eat breakfast i get that but you have what you need and god is going to continue to provide for you he's going to continue to take care of you he's going to continue to take care of me today he's going to take care of me and you amen amen let's pray together shall we Our gracious Heavenly Father, uh, we come before you and we're thankful. We're thankful for today. We're thankful that this is the day that you have made and we can rejoice and you will provide and you have provided for today. Some of us are maybe struggling with tomorrow. We don't know how we're going to pay the bill or find what we need. But today... Today you're taking care of us. We can be content in your provision that you are the God who gives. Give us this day our daily bread. Lord, forgive us. We we depend so much on Dunkin' Donuts, but we we need We need to depend on you daily, daily dependence on you, Lord. 
Maybe right now while we're just in quiet, maybe you can just take a moment in your heart and just say, thank you, Lord, that you're taking care of me today. You know what I need. Lord, I also thank you for the fact that you love us so much. And today you want to provide eternal life for some maybe that don't have eternal life. And the greatest provision of all, of ever. Life with you and life in heaven forever and ever. And you provided that, that day on the cross back 2,000 years ago. Maybe if that's you and you're listening to these words, you can, you can have what he offers to you, eternal life. And all you have to do is, with all your heart, open your heart and life to him and, and receive what he has and pray and say, Lord, I, I want what you have, what you, give, what you are giving to me today. I want it. Please, please forgive me. Please come into my life. Save me today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can we stand and sing together?